Welcome to another episode of Yours Digitally, India's first digital personalization podcast presented by Zeno. We're living in the world of digital personalization where brands like Amazon, Netflix and Spotify have changed the customer behavior using their personalized recommendation engines. We're addicted to them. In the world after coronavirus, consumer behavior is changing. Customers are spending more time online and are also shopping online. But this change in consumer behavior isn't temporary. It's here to stay. That means that all marketers today need to adopt digital personalization like Amazon, Netflix and Spotify to stand out in front of their customers in the digital world. But it's easier said than done because there's so much competition out there and one needs to achieve better results with limited marketing budgets. Well, that's where yours digitally comes in. With this podcast, our mission is to help you become an expert in digital personalization so that you can delight your customers with better and relevant campaigns while increasing your marketing return on investment. Each week we bring you interviews with leaders from top consumer brands and applicable marketing advice that you can use to generate a better return on investment. Whether you're a marketing or loyalty professional, an entrepreneur or a top executive at a large consumer brand who's looking to adopt digital personalization, we've made this podcast especially for you. Make sure to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast or wherever you prefer to listen to it to never miss a new update. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone listening in. Hi, my name is Jitendranath Patri and I'm the principal consultant with Zeno. And I'm back with yet another episode of Yours Digitally. You know, believe you me, I I'm actually filled with childlike enthusiasm just imagining the richness of this discussion. And as we sit as my guest and me sit on the opposite ends of laptop screens, I'm just eager to get this kick started. But before I do and I can see my guest smiling, and I let me unravel the mystery of my of the guest today. Mr. Mom, as he's popularly known. Thank you, sir, for giving me the go-ahead. Yeah, Mr. Mom is a seasoned entrepreneur, successfully managing businesses across industry verticals. One of them is a world-class beauty brand with its foundations very much in India. He plays various roles, that of manufacturer, retailer, and importantly, I think a customer-focused business head. In the in the last 20 or so years that he's been uh, in business, he's got about 20 awards to his credit. And, uh, and after having a pre, uh, no, precursory chat with him, I can only imagine why. Some of the awards that he's been credited with are Emerging Business Leader of the Year, Retail Icon of the Year, Coca-Cola Golden Spoon Award, Retail Marketing Campaign of the Year. I could go on, and it's only fitting that we get him today to speak on the topic. Impact of COVID-19 on brands and subsequent changes in marketing strategy. And very specific, I think he'll speak on what's happening in the beauty industry. I'm stoked to be hosting Mr. Samir Modi on today's podcast and must say it's an absolute privilege to have the founder and executive director of Kalaba Cosmetics with us. Mr. Modi, welcome to yours digitally. Thank you. Before we start, Mr. Modi, we'd like to hear from you, you know, how have the last couple of months been? And more importantly, once you do that, you know, we really want to understand the mystery of why you are known as Mr. Mom. Okay, I'll, I'll try my best. I don't know that I can do justice, but I'll try my best. Sure. The last few months have been, have been different. Um, 
I was never a proponent of work from home. And uh, I think it forced me to become a work from home, uh, what do you call it, maverick? Or uh, say that entrepreneurial skill that is best to say, how do, you, how do you navigate the work from home and get effective results? Uh, they've been challenging at some parts. They've been time consuming at others. But overall, they've been, they, they've been good times. Uh, I've spent a lot more time uh, cooking, painting. I've had hobbies of painting that I've been, I started painting three years ago, never completed it. Now 75% complete. Fantastic. I wish I'd spent more time uh, at my health, but it's, I spent more time eating than, uh, than working it out. But it's been interesting. It's been interesting to interact with my people. I'm a very face-to-face -face kind of person. And all of a sudden to go away from face-to-face -face interaction to Zoom interaction and FaceTime interaction has been, uh, has been a, a challenge to get used to. Right. Absolutely. Fully agree with you. And I think a lot of, lot of, lot of us uh, have, been, have gone through that phase. Uh, and uh, I, I like the point that you made, which is saying that, okay, work from home is a new normal. And how do you get results? What's your formula? I think first, first is that get, get to use from WFM. Uh, that you're working from home, uh, WFH, working from home, that, that it is here to stay. Right. And if you're here to stay, then you, you got to adapt. You know, human beings are very adaptable animals. True. And then... The second formula is that keep a space which is your holy space to work. It's not that you sit in your bed and, and do a, a Zoom call or you sit in the uh, bathroom waiting for a shower and a Zoom call. It, it's this, this sanctum, inner sanctum that is your sanctum as though you're a, your workspace at, at work. That is your space. That's when you sit in there, you get into work mode. Right. And third part is be comfortable. The, the sitting should be comfortable, your clothing should be comfortable. You can be in your pajamas for like, yeah. But uh, as long as a Zoom call, make sure that uh, your uh, torso up, you look good. Right. So, uh, I mean, it's been, it's, I, I think that that's my formula. Be comfortable, create a, a sanctum where you do your uh, calls only and get comfortable the fact that it's here to stay. You right. can't run away from it. Yeah, I think, I think this, you know, you just made a point which said be comfortable and wear whatever you want. I think should give an idea to uh, people from the apparel industry listening in. And if they take cues, I'm sure they, they can actually launch a new line called work from home line. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm very keen to know, you know, why, uh, what is it, the mystery? What is the mystery and why you're known as Mr. Mom, if you could unravel it for us? I think it started off with my kids. Um, while they were growing up in the last uh, uh, 12 odd years, I be, I'm the one who has bought makeup home. Okay. I'm the guy who cooks. I'm, my wife doesn't cook. Okay. I'm the guy who does all the shopping for my wife and my kids, or not, not any longer for my kids, but their handbag, their purses, their clothes. Uh, I'm the one who's buying them. And I am also very fashion forward. Lovely. So I travel a lot. Uh, I do extensive retail therapy. I'm a shopaholic, uh, to say the least. Internet, internet is, is my, is my go-to when I'm bored. And at three o'clock at night, you'll see that I'm on the net buying something from Amazon or buying something from, uh, uh, Bloomingdale's or Macy's or Harrods. Because now they all of them are delivering to India. Right. So the started that 
I was using makeup and cooking. So when I would okay. come home, I would, I would, I would ask them, you have tried my lipstick, have tried my nail polish, and then they would look at my hands and I had nail polish on, and they said, Dad. Uh, I said, but I'm, I'm a metrosexual man. I'm not, I'm not uh, gay by any chance or, or feminine, and, and they couldn't get hack that, and that's how they started them. You know, you're like a mom, you, uh, uh, a woman in a man's body because you don't feel shy using a lipstick or you don't feel shy using a nail polish or foundation and you try all your products. And I said, yeah, if I'm going to sell something, I need to know them. Right. And sometimes, sometimes I wish I was a woman, you know, because a man using makeup for trial is not acceptable. Uh, but you'll see that at most times you'll see my nails are, uh, one nail is painted because there's a new nail polish that I'm trying. And I want to see how long the shine lasts and how long the, the durability happens. Right. So that is the first instance why I came, got the name Mr. Mom. And then my friends started asking me, you know, into parties, all my friends were upset with me because their wives would take advice from me. You know, I'm traveling to London, what cream should I use? Right. Uh, what, is the, what is the foundation you recommend for me? You know, my skin is like this. And what, what is the uh, mascara can I use? Of course, I would say, or really want to spend your money, burn your money, go buy a Charlotte Tilbury or go buy a Mac or a Bobby Brown or a Urban Decay simply because I spend when I travel approximately two to three hours a day just, just going into uh, the lights of Sephora and talking to beauty makeup artists and going through products. Fantastic. I think that was the start. That was wow. the start of being Mr. Mom. Wow, wow. And I, I think the way you're describing it, the way you're talking about it, I mean, I, I, I've not seen anybody who's so close to the product uh, I've never seen anybody. I've, I've spent about 10, 11 years in retail. I've not seen so much someone who's been so intrinsically involved with the product. So tell us, uh, Mr. Modi, the Kalaba story. So I, I, 15 years ago, I, I had professionalized my, my, my direct selling business called Modi Care. And I was in, in the lurch to say, now what do I do? So I came across the idea that I want a business that's challenging, that's crowded, and has innovation and it's tough to break break into and the business that came to my mind was makeup and that's how i first got into makeup was i got into a space which was in between the the l18 and streetwear and lacmas of the world that if you are a woman that's graduating out of college uh, right. then the first makeup you should use is color and that's where the love affair started i didn't know makeup i didn't know what i'm talking about Took me a, a long time to get up to speed. Uh, spent time with beauty artists. Spent time with in, on shop floors and counters, just absorbing. Uh, to the extent that I became today, I when I go to a manufacturer, they say you know more about makeup than our own people know. And uh, so we started the journey. At that time, we went uh, very deep. We went to 3,000 outlets. But I soon realized that my wife and children are not using my makeup. So I asked them why they said, Dad, made in India, uh, not great quality. Uh, your packaging is uh, yuck. Mm -hmm. So I said, no, I have to relook at this entire demeanor because how can I be in the makeup business and tell my tell my friends and family and others that, oh, see my daughter, she uses Mac. Or my wife is talking about Charlotte Tilbury and not about Kalaba. So that became a challenge. So I then went to Bologna to the Cosmoprof. And nobody gave me any, 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 what do you call it? Cast, nobody, nobody uh, took notice of me. Except one company, we said, okay, we'll give you our, our products to try. And 
So decided, I decided to change the packaging. I said, I have to get my friends, my family to use. So what do I need to do? I need to make sure the quality is excellent. I need to make sure that they are at par to the prestigious brands like Mac, Bobby Brown, Chanel. Uh, I need to make sure that I manufacture internationally, not in India. I need to make sure they're not from China. Uh, they're from Germany, from the, from the EU countries and the US and things like Korea. And that was a small step started happening. I started pulling back from retail and, and shrinking my retail. I uh, took the risk of opening my own company store in Select City. When people told me you're mad, uh, how can you compete with likes of Mac? And my mantra has been copy, copy, copy. Uh, so I said for Colorbot, don't reinvent the wheel. Go to the guys these, these big guys make from. Because they've done the R&D. They've chosen right. the product. You say, okay, I, I, I go to the iPencil manufacturer, Mac, and I say, I want the same product. And just branded Colorbot. And that's how the product started, portfolio started coming across is that uh, uh, we, we went to the best and we chose the best product out of the best brands. Fantastic. So we were like a bouquet of the prestigious brands, top products, and we put them all in mesh into Colorbot. And uh, the idea was I, I put three philosophies in place. One, that we will not buy from China. Two, we will only go to the best. And we will buy product either the best have are launching or launched or nobody has launched. So those are the two criteria that have actually uh, stood our ground and made sure that we are we are where we are. And that was the, the, the start. Uh, my father told me uh, at one time, he said, you'll fail. Because mm -hmm. you can't compete with the likes of these Max and Bobby Brown, the Unilever and Revlon of the world because their pockets are very deep, deep. and you have no money. Right. So I said, Dad, now that you said I'll fail, I have to succeed. I have to prove, prove to you that as your son, uh, who's trained under you, that I can I can succeed against any diversity. And uh, that's what happened. I mean, I, I guess I got lucky. People started using my products. I don't think my family still uses 100% of color bar. I've got still a long way to go because they use about 75, 80% of color bar. 20% still of other brands. Right. So I'm, work, I'm working hard to make them convert into 100% color bar users. So that's, been a, that's the start of the journey. And, and I believe that every day is a, is a new innovation. You have to readapt yourself every day and rethink uh, because this industry, the industry that changes very fast. Right. You blink your eye and there's a change. Uh, and I became, became friends with a lot of the owners of, of the manufacturers. So they gave, they started giving me smaller quantities uh, because I was a friend of theirs, not a not a not a buyer. So that helped. Um, uh, Mr. Mom helped. Mr. Mom, uh, Mr. Mr. Mom, Mr. Mom can get closer to a woman CEO than a than a Mr. Uh, Mr. Dad. You know? So uh, so I guess the it's, it's been an interesting journey. It's been a truly a super an interesting super. Interesting so I think journey. interesting point you made about how you actually focusing on trying to actually making Kalabar a very boutique brand, yeah, but still uh, making it entry level so that people actually start off at Kalabar. Yeah. So what customer shifts have you observed over the years? I think one shift has been more and more customers have wanted to try new products. Secondly, the pro people who are buying the prestigious brands are willing to try brands like Kalabar. And we became this, uh, we became a brand for, uh, for people who are aspirational, and also for people who had already arrived, page threes of the world, because they found that our products were very interesting. We had a wider choice of colors. 
we stood our ground being color bar we probably would have more colors of pencil than mac would have for the indian skin tone we launched uh, 1001 shades of nail polish which is the largest portfolio in the world wow so uh, that that is where the entire stickiness came about interesting and how much of uh, you know you you said you launched 1001 1001 shades so how much of actual research or how much of customer study would you have done to do this we do a lot of time choosing colors i think my 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 girl became almost blind choosing the colors so we had for example 80 shades of red and each shade was different to so just to siphon out from a portfolio of reds to say oh i will do a gradation of red you know, like a, your red shirt and uh, kavya's uh, uh, red shirt which is in our, in our db uh there's small small idiosyncrasies on the colors right and that's what took a, a long time it took us almost a year a uh, year and few months to choose 1001 shades fantastic and now of course we you know we've, we've been through this pandemic we're still uh, uh, going through the pandemic what shifts would you see what shifts are you seeing you know change of customer behavior buying your product what is it what is it what can you what can what insights can you share with us mr modi i think more and more customers are i feel will will skew towards the net buying online right i think people are also very scared to come in contact they're very scared to say will i will i touch this will i touch that uh, is it sanitized well if i touch it do i sanitize it again i know people who buy goods and they leave it on the doorstep for 10 hours because they don't want any any uh, any bacteria to come in so that will hold true for makeup as well so you have to innovate yourself to make sure that you're able to create a great online experience that you created offline so make offline online and that's the biggest change that i see happening uh in in the makeup industry and in other other industries as well so we are preparing ourselves for that we're going into virtual reality we're taking ai we are looking at interaction with uh, chatbots uh, with customer service with our makeup artists uh, we're getting our makeup artists to do online parties uh, to invite customers to come in and uh, basically guide them through the entire makeup process. We got uh, do your own uh, uh, makeup videos coming out. We're doing our, our makeup academy, doing teaching one hour classes, two hour classes, three hour classes, one day classes on makeup to anybody who wants to learn. So it's been um, that the, the biggest shift is happening there. So people have time, they are at home, they want to utilize the time. I mean, how much gossip can you do? You know, how much. Uh, Kitty party. You can't do kitty parties any longer unless it's a virtual kitty party. So you are you are self-consumed with time. For example, my mother, who was not uh, a social uh, internet savvy, I mean, she played her games uh, on the on the iPad, but now she's doing Zoom yoga. And yesterday I was discussing, and she said, "I've started learning Japanese over Zoom." Fantastic. So you know, if this whole uh, change of uh, consumers to get comfortable with everything e uh, and i think that's the major shift that we'll see happening in the next six months to a year then more and more uh, internet based solution internet based uh, uh, selling and soft and hard sales will become very very important absolutely absolutely right and i think some of the thoughts that you shared were very very insightful i don't i've not really heard or read about brands doing it but interesting what you said you're trying to you know, mirror the offline experience online. I know beauty offline is all about makeover, is all about trials, is all about, you know, seeing your, somebody actually putting it on you and then, uh, 
you know, then checking it out and then getting validation. I know you you spoke about you know DIY videos and uh, stuff like that, but what is it that you're doing at Kalaba? At Kalaba, we're doing few things. One is that we've got a virtual app, uh, which is ready to launch with, where you can do virtual makeover and then order. Secondly, we we have a, a selector for your own shade of foundation. So if you uh, and it doesn't require you to physically be there. Uh, it requires you to take a picture and send it in, and we can choose and give you a foundation that suits you. And we've covered, uh, we've done an int intensive research with Pantone that has helped us cover the entire uh, plethora of skin shades in the world. And that is 32 shades of skin tones wow. that cover from uh, from Nairobi to Kanyakumari. Super. And that's what we're launching in 32 shades of skin uh, of foundation. Uh, we have uh, our makeup academy is very active. We are retraining all our makeup artists into doing e-selling. E we train them into making calls. We're training them how to reach out to the customers in our uh, loyalty program, which is a few lakh people. And also, uh, we're creating many, many websites for them where they can uh, host their own parties. So, uh, for example, Samir Modi will have a color bar Samir Modi website. Uh, okay. Where I where I can invite you to come in and as my as my customer, and interact with me, and I can do specialized products for you. Uh, we're doing a lot of bespoke, so you can be, make your own shade of nail polish, you can make your shade of uh, lipstick. Now uh, we think we can make your own shade of foundation. I have bought a company into in Paris that's your nail make your nail polish company that makes uh, uh, scan the shade and makes the nail polish in 17 seconds. Uh, so these are bespoke customization online and also be able to order through your WhatsApp, which is an e-brochure that you choose and order on WhatsApp. You don't have to go into a website. Uh, so these are some of the innovations that we're doing uh, uh, in Colorbar. We also have got some mobile some mobile vans. We're testing one mobile van, which is a, a open truck that you can walk into and it's a Colorbar store. So we will come into your localities because you are at home. So you know, the, like you see in the movie, the ice cream guy that came and yes. rang the bell. So this yeah. is the cosmetic uh, card that comes in your neighborhood for you to experience makeup. Super, super. And 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 I, you know, I, I the more more you talk about it, you're actually going so going deep down and personal with the customer. Yeah. I want to know a little more about the bespoke and the personal website. Very interesting. How are you actually propagating this? How are you actually build? You know, kind of taking it down to your customers, your loyalty customers, like you said. Well, Bespoke right now is in our stores only. Uh, the, we launched our lipstick in the store, which was basically you could choose among 1800 shades and you choose your own fragrance and then we'll make it. Now we're going to bring the shade portfolio onto the net as well. And we give a free return if your shade is not matched to your preference. Wow. And where, where you can choose your fragrance, uh, mint, chocolate, vanilla, uh, if you don't like it, no questions asked. And you can also do an engraving on the product uh, online. So we'll, we'll blow, we will fill the lipstick, we'll engrave it for you, and we'll send it to you. And similarly for, and similarly for the nail polish, which is going to happen later on the year because the machine is still getting ready, but we've done some tests. So your shirt, you send me a picture of your shirt that you're wearing, I will send you a nail polish of the shirt, matching Perfect. to the shade. Super, super. And I, I, now I know why you said, I think it's time and you know, lucky to be brown a woman because Kalaba is really giving it to her in terms of 
the range of cosmetics. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, in, in this, I think I'm sure you must be, in doing all of this, you must be trying to, one, obviously, uh, ensure that your customers are being pampered, you know, kind of engaged with, yeah. So how much, how important is retention for you? I know new customer acquisition will be, is a little expensive proposition right now in the current stage. So how I much is retention? I think a bit, both, is, is a, bit, a bit of both is reaching out to your loyal customers to saying that we are safe, we are, uh, we are do a uh, no contact packaging, no contact filling. Uh, our products are being made in the best 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 environment, the, uh, made internationally. Uh, they are as good as as you expect them to be. They conform to all safety standards. They conform to all uh, FDA standards. Uh, they're cruelty free. To reach out to them and to say we are here for you. Right. Whatever you want, we will deliver through our virtual uh, makeup artist program as well. Uh, and the new customers, uh, we are hoping that we'll get as they do searching. People search for makeup, uh, and our innovations will be uh, be something that we feel uh, may may work. We're focusing heavily on eyes because eyes are the new lips right. uh, today, mm -hmm. and uh, we feel that we are we are a good wicket. We feel we are a good wicket. Super. And when you said initial results are showing. Initial results are showing that retail is about forty percent back. Very nice. That's, uh, that's good so to I'm hear. hoping that I'm hoping that in a few months we'll be back to hundred, if not more. Super. I hope I hope so too. I hope so too. You said retail and uh, the eyes are the new lips, right? So is that because of also because a lot of people are working from home? Uh, the 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 eyes the the products the eyes are actually selling more of or skin. See, eyes were always. In the Middle East, eyes were always the thing because of the women being in burqa. Right. So if you look at the Middle Eastern women, the eyes were all flamboyant. And now with the face mask uh, out coming out there, eyes is again going to be something that, that you have to blink your eyes to flatter yourself and flatter the person in front. So your eyes have to look sexy as well. Right. Uh, so not just smoky eyes, it's, it's uh, eyelashes, it's the way you contour your eyes, it's the way you shade your eyes. That's going to become important. It's not that lipstick will disappear, but more long stay kiss proof lipsticks will, will be will be there because once you remove your mask, you don't want them smudged. Right. But at the same time, you definitely want to look, uh, you know, vanity to be vain is, is important. True. And to look beautiful is important. True. Which brings me to the question is you're right about lipstick. You know, 2008, when the recession happened, especially in the US, uh, women went out and bought lipstick and then researchers, you know, called it the lipstick effect. What do you think is the similar kind of trend that's going to happen, or is are you seeing right now in the current in the current uh, context? I think this 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 scenario of of, of COVID nineteen has been unprecedented in the world in the right. universe, I guess. Right. So it doesn't have a benchmark or holistic effect because all of a sudden the world came to a standstill. True. Uh, in the in the two thousand eight depression, uh, what it did was it was the cheapest perk me up. For a few hundred bucks, uh, you could feel good. Right. Uh, but here has been the opposite. It's been, you know, money has been, people have been scared of money, spending the money, been uh, conserving cash. They've been at home, retail has been shut, going out has been stopped. Uh, sanity, uh, 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 sanitary uh, concerns have been, have, are there, safety concerns are there. So it's been, I think it's been a lipstick effect doesn't even hold good. Uh, you ask me what it is, it's, it's called the survival uh, mm -hmm. effect. Mm -hmm. You know, damn if I do, do if I damn uh, scenario. So I think that we all had to 
we all are struggling in the dark. Right. And and every day the reinvention to see will this work? Keep it. If it doesn't work, throw it out. So it's now really a there. There is no um, there is no example. So everything has to be. It's like a creating a new dish. New dish. There's no recipe for the old one. Super. And that's why this the, the invention and the innovation, the product that's happening to you to actually get people to start start coming out and experimenting and and kind of. Uh, get 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 it, you know, drive it a lot more personal. I get, I, I mean, we got lucky in some yeah. ways because our bespoke program started almost a year ago. Right. Okay. So we're it's just getting into uh, implementation, and therefore it suits us very well that uh, God's been kind. God's been kind that uh, uh, e e-commerce and e-selling and e-buying is becoming trendy, and therefore it allows us to send uh, make in one location. And right. send the structure rather than putting it up in hundred locations. Right. And and we have state of the art machinery which is not cheap. So it actually comes to a, a very good uh, scenario where we can give truly a quality product. And I'm also unlike other people, you're not satisfied. Return it. We'll pick it up for you, without without charging a cost. It's either replacement or full money back. But I'm very very uh, clear that the customer is king. If I lose a Super. few few bucks here and there, so be it. It's not important. Super. I think the timing couldn't be right. The timing, it just kind of, like timing also is pretty important. And the bespoke, I think, is just coming to, I think, become the game changer for you in the industry. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So, uh, last two questions, uh, Mr. Modi, is uh, one is, how much of technology are you using in your marketing? Marketing, we are using technology right now with, with really the virtual apps. Uh, we are getting into algorithms to uh, look at uh, uh, reaching out to customers. We're looking at a lot of, doing a lot of Instagram, TikTok, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook. So we are using a lot of social technology out there. We are looking at uh, using AI. Uh, we're looking at personalized websites for our beauty advisors. So a tech is happening on the front and back end, right? Because we're getting many many sites that require investment into technology into space into uh, make sure that the platform is fast enough right and uh, we're we're very gungo about about bespoke and and virtual Super. very very gungo about virtual. so which brings me to the last question your advice or suggestions to business heads entrepreneurs marketers on dealing with this phase i would say uh, be confident Go with your gut. Uh, forget what the neighbor is doing. If you believe in it, you'll succeed. It's not about the big, but it's about the fast. Right. No longer the big data is no longer available only for the large guy. The big data is available now for the, for the small guys as well. Uh, invest in digital. Uh, be nimble, and also put your ear to the consumer to see what what uh, what the consumers want and what they have to say. And if you're able to do that, and 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 really, uh, I believe the concept was soj badlo, kutko badlo, dunya badlo. And really, if, if you can change your thinking, you will change the world. Mm. And uh, to all all the guys out there, listen, it's, it's only one life. And if you don't try it, you won't know whether it's going to work or not. If it fails, try something else. And uh, I'm 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 clear that if you have the guts. Uh, you'll have the glory. No guts, no glory. Absolutely. 
Thank you so much, Mr. Modi. To me, it's been an absolutely insightful experience talking to you and you know, for you to share such lovely, vivid ideas. I'm sure the listeners are going to love it. Thank you once again. It's an absolute pleasure having you on board. I look forward to more interaction with you and it's been a total joy. And it's my first podcast has been really fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much.